This is Popside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever seen those apple trees where the fruit is hanging slow, low, that even the deers don't want to grab it because it's just low, rotten, hanging fruit? Well, one of our own tonight decided to I don't know, decided to grab the negativity cloud and say, hey, it looks like sunshine and rainbows in Leafland. We need a rainy cloud over it. We need this to be doom and gloom. It needs to be sad. Did you not only know that Austin Matthews isn't going to resign here? William Nylander's playing so well, he's going out the door. Ilya Samsonov needs a contract. But did you know that because Michael Bunting, Michael J.S. Bunting Supreme is on a point streak, the Leafs are not going to be able to afford him? Did you know that? Did you know he's going to leave? I don't think so. I I don't think the Leafs are going to be able to afford him. How the hell do we squeeze that in? The cap's only going up a million next year. He makes under a million dollars right now. He's getting a bag. He's going to get a bag. bag. He's not getting a bag, and here's the reason why. Why? Here is the reason why. Mr. Michael Bunting has not done anything to this level before. Last season, great. This season, a little slower. Not exactly chugging at the same pace as last year. So what do you do with a guy like this who's an RFA? He's only in a nine point. An RFA, by the way. You bridge him with a two-year, $3.5 million deal, three seven five deal, or, 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 Pete, here's the best one for you. You take Michael Bunting, you sit him down in a room, you look him eye to eye, and you say, Michael, the cap is going up. In this year, next year, and the year after, more and more and more. Take the one-year deal at 375, and we will talk in January and bring that sun gun back up. 375? 375. 375. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool, but, like, you know his best friend is Austin Matthews, right? Or, hey, Hey, he does love doing expensive stuff. You know, living stuff. down is expensive, right? Here. He, if you this? don't want to sign that deal, if you don't he want to wants- sign that deal, then go play with Alex Formington over in the Swiss League. <laughs> go enjoy yourself. Some team will overpay for him. How can you overpay for him if he's an RFA? The Leafs control his rights. I didn't even know he's an RFA. Wow. Shows you what I know. This is classic pessimistic Pete. You are classic for I mean, this. Do this every year. Hey, he's going to get a bag next year. He, How? he is trending on Twitter and across everything. You know that? You called him PP? He's trending. Is he? PP is trending. Missed it. Maybe Pierre. But I'm talking about pessimistic Pete. Mr. Pete. How can you stoop this low, Pete? You do this every year. I hate it. I can't say it last year. Listen. I I thoroughly like Pete. You know why I like Pete? Because of the jersey over his shoulder. It's one of my favorite guys in the team. When I'm asked one of my favorite Maple Leafs, I say TJ Brody. I love Brody. And me and you mean you share that. But then you you go like you're Nick Kiprios or our friend of the show Justin. Yeah, hey, I like Kiprios. And you grab that little fruit and squeeze it like a doctor squeezing <laughs> testicles and say, Leafs Nation, turn I, your head and cough. I can't make a I can't make a tweet. I can't just tweet when no 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 you didn't make a tweet. You messaged our group first oh, that's to true. see how much yes. it would blow this was up. Premeditated like, tweeting. Nah, I'm just gonna take this to Twitter so it blows up here too. Is it blowing up on Twitter? I don't check it that often. I saw some people responded to me, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know I'm, I'm a pessimistic people. Can, can you blame me though? Like I am a Leafs fan. We're all Leafs fans. I my brain is structured to think worst case scenario, and I just don't see how we. I don't, I don't see how we get a good deal. I'm going to ask you one simple right. question, my friend. What does that have to do with the now? Exactly. I'm seeing the Michael Bunting points here. Come on, great, great. You're expecting the worst out of this team. It's like looking and saying you're like every fan right now, but it's not the playoffs. Well, let's get through the season and enjoy it. Just enjoy what's in front of you. 
let's 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 enjoy this Michael Bunting toy that's an RFA that we control his rights and can do what we want and manipulate him and put the hammer down on his ass because that's what the Leafs can do in negotiations if they want to. They can do that. They did it to Rasmus Sandin, and by the way, he held out to come back to the same number that they offered him to begin with. Boom. So, and the Leafs will have salary cap, by the way, because uh, Alexander Kerfoot, he's gone. That's $3.5 million. What about Samsonov? Samsonov? Freaking Muzzin's money. There's Muzz, yeah, there's Muzzy's money. There's other money that you can figure out to move uh, around. What about money's not going to be Shut there. Shut up. Why do you have to bring <laughs> up two years down the road? What are you talking about, Matthews? Yeah, no, you just said Matthews and Nylander. They come up in two years. I'm sure they have a set plan for what they want to pay them. Pete, do you not remember the show that we talked about when we talked about them signing one Cali Yarncroke as the only long-term real deal on this team? Most of the Leafs' deals, outside of him and Morgan Riley, I do believe. Oh, oh, one are more Murray. Murray. No, no, no. They're all done in two years, this year and next. Okay. And whose contract is up after this year and next? Matthews and Nylanders. A lot of money comes off the books. They are pretty wide open to make sure those core key players will have their bag handed to them. And you think they're going to let either of them go? No. No, 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 no. But we had to start the show off of this. I was going to share the show. Share the show. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> I was going to start the show off tonight talking about something completely different, not even Maple Leaf related. But when I saw this, I was like, "Man, I got to hit that pinata and be sandy." I should start tweeting more. This is fun. <laughs> Listen, I also love the fact that we can interact across social media and hype the show up a little bit too because it is fun. And a lot of people were – there's a few people that were like, well, how can you tell him what to tweet and what not to tweet? I'm not telling you, you what can't. not to tweet. Go I, ahead and tweet all you want. All people are defending me. I love that. <laughs> they don't even know me. <laughs> all I was saying is why do we got to go there right now? Why can't we just enjoy the sunshine and rainbows that are bestowed upon the Maple Leafs that usually isn't happening? You know, And when it happens within our group, you got to start some conversation, boys. You can't just always be mid game. Mid, mid. Let, let, let me remind you, mid seven nothing game. Why can't you just enjoy the goals that are getting you scored? Gotta, you got to pick something out. You got to pick. You got to be that guy. You could have picked up that, that Donar looked injured at one point in the night, rather than freaking Bunting's contract. That's we got to talk about him. Six, eight, six to Four. eight months down the road. Or how about face-off statistics? Like I went in on the other episode where I had every single number in front of me and you decided to not show up because you were yeah. <laughs> I'm still sick, boys. Like yeah, I'm, I'm only ribbing you. I'm only ribbing you. I know how dirty it is. I felt terrible. Trust me, the, the Orlando yeah. airport floor understands. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna stop beating the hell out of you here in just a moment. But yeah, Le- Leafs Nation, do whatever you want, talk about whatever you want, you know, be in on whatever you want. Just but, don't tweet about it to James because he'll fucking roast you. I'll find you. I will find you. I'll hunt you down. And I will make you enjoy what is in front of you, which is a great Leaf season, great streaks. The Leafs as a team, guys, are on the precipice of setting a new record for points as a team. You have Michael Bunting on a point streak. You have Willie or Math, Matthews on a point streak. You have Marner on a point streak. There's all kinds of things happening that are good with this team. You not one, not two, not three, not four. You finally have Ilya Samsonov feeling complete as a member of the Maple Leafs because Sonar finally got to hold his baby last night and he went to bed with it. He got the belt that Edge gifted the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was so happy to have it. He went out to the press conference with it over his shoulder. So you can see how this team is bonding, Pete. Those are the things that you want to see. By the way, just so everyone knows as well, Ilya Samsonov, Sonar, my man, he also is an RFA for the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. So they also control where that story goes as well. So the Leafs have positioned themselves well. Also, Connor Timmons looking really good for the Leafs as well, guys, and RFA yet again. So they have put their puzzle pieces together nicely to try to make sure the ultimate cap playing that they have to do 
bends pretty much in their favor. But now that we've spent 10 minutes going after the low-hanging fruit, like yeah. most national shows do. To Zach. Zach thinks I'm the GOAT. <laughs> Listen, he well, put uh, me there too. Somebody has to. <laughs> Listen, okay, guys. What I was going to start the show off with tonight is we are proudly brought to you by Boxing Rock Brewing Co., Puck off Lauderdale, the absolute big beer for the big game. I was going to talk about Bull Horvat. Ooh. And I want to get something off my chest. Salty. It sucks. It sucks for a guy who is the captain of a team in a Canadian market. And I don't care who did it. I don't care if it was his agent, a reporter, the GM, the coach, the hot dog vendor, the guy who sells popcorn in row 13, section two. It doesn't matter who did it. What matters is you don't out that he declined the last contract. Because now what you've done is no matter what he does, whether he scores 70 goals or doesn't score another one, the fan base has now turned on him. They have turned on him. And it's going to, everything he does wrong now will be the biggest thing under the microscope and they will pick it apart. And his life sadly, is we going to become a living hell? And we've seen it with so many different athletes in different markets, in different sports. It happens. But when this stuff becomes public, it then affects the player and what they can do and what they cannot do. And I feel bad for Bo Horvat because now it's pretty much known. he doesn't. Where, where do you think he goes? Vancouver. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But it's pretty much known that he doesn't want to be in Vancouver. You know, he turned down their offer. So he doesn't want to be a Canuck. He doesn't want to wear that C anymore on his jersey. So where does he go, Pete? I'm telling you right now, if I'm a team that needs to get over the hump and do something major, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, I know Jeremy Ridgewell wrote about it today, the least it's foolish to do this deal, but I will tell you right now, why would you not want a Bo Horvat? What happened to the Leafs against Montreal? Is, Who went down? Five, you can fit, five listen, three. but it's one you year. It, it's for out. the rest of the season. It doesn't matter. You can listen. If the Leafs can get a double retain on Nick Frick and Foligno, I'm sure they can find a double retain for Bo Fair Horvat. Enough. But what I say is, if you go get Bo Horvat, you bring Luke Shen with him. That would be you so bring both players to this Leafs, and you know what? You bring it full circle. And just imagine, just imagine. Put this one, Pete. This is sunshine and rainbows talking. I know you're used to gray clouds, but just remember, okay. Luke Shen was a draft pick of the Maple Leafs. Imagine bringing it full circle and he wins the cup. Just imagine that good juju bringing that guy back on a good team when he was the only good point at that point when they brought him in and tried to rush him. They're trying to use his name and his value and his stake to create equity with the fan base that we have something here. Look at this guy and watch our product. Yeah. Just imagine. Do you remember the Luke Shen draft, James? Like, didn't we trade up for him? I do not believe we did, no. No? Remember, he was, was drafted like ninth the, the, no. Was he drafted ninth in the 09? Uh, oh, you're, you're asking a lot that, of that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that drafts, drafts, drafts are not my forte. No? I'll look it up. But look it up for us. Regardless, that story would be great. But here's where Bo Horvat's going to end up, and you guys are going to – just slam me as much as I just slam Pete. He's going to be a Boston Bruin. You move Krejci oh. to you move Krejci down to the third C. You put Horvat as the second C. I'm just saying. I'm just. I made Dylan so mad he's kicked off the camera. What's Good that? Job, Dylan. Yeah. See, for me, that that's the team right there. I mean, you look at a team that wants to put oh. themselves over. They're looking really good. They're rolling. They're doing good things. You bring so you in think, You think Horvat and Meyer are going to Boston with what assets from Boston are going the other way? Well, no, 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 no. Obviously, Boston only gets one. They don't get Horvat and Meyer. But yeah, I but think what Boston assets, will get one. Either way, whoever they get, what assets are going the other way? That's my only biggest thing with Boston. They don't have assets to trade. They always look like they don't have things to trade, and all of a sudden they do something. You remember when we said they weren't making the playoffs? Oh, <laughs> smokes. Listen. Oh, smokes. Okay, I'm wrong about that. <laughs> wow. Uh, James just like. Just off. 
Oh, oh, oh. Well, he was wrong about that. That's right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know if Horvat's gonna go to Boston. What about? Uh, you think he like, they do need the forward depth up front. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, to look at Luke Shen, he was in the 08 draft. Um, is he coming back? Yeah. Hey, long time no see. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't know what happened there. Kicked me off. I guess it didn't like what I was talking about. I guess even StreamYard is a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Didn't want to hear about the Boston experiment. So, exactly. But yeah. Anyways, I don't know what I missed in the last minute, but that was where I, mean, I was at. Did nothing. But Just um, my, my silly comments. Luke Shen was in the OA draft. That's all I said. All right, Luke Shen was in the OA draft. He, fun story, was the absolute first, first Maple Leaf jersey I purchased on my own. Fifth overall, by the way. Perfect. Fifth overall. I'm pretty sure, didn't we trade up for that? I thought we did, but maybe I'm wrong. But uh, it's funny you say jerseys. First jersey I ever bought was a fake Kill, Phil Kessel jersey. With Me my too. Own. Yeah. That was the... It was the Winter Classic one I think I got. I the second jersey I ever bought was a fake Yoffrey Lupul winter class. Yoffrey Lupul, Jesus. I got you say the wrong on purpose, right? What's I say the wrong accidentally. Well, how do you say his name? It's Yoffrey Lupul. Yeah, how do you say not Yoff? How do you say uh, Kevin Biesca? <laughs> Kevin Biesca. Kevin Biesca. Kevin Biesca. section absolutely rinsed me. Biesca. I was like, oh, what's, wrong, what's wrong with my Yoffrey Lupo, man? That's what it is. <laughs> Yoffrey! Oh, is. welcome it's to Yoffrey It's not Jeffrey. Go look at any interview. It's Yoffrey Lupo. I said Joff, not Jeff. Joffrey, not Yoffrey. No. Yoffrey. I'm gonna I'm gonna sure. look it up on Google. Yoffrey. Anyway. That's the episode name. Doomsday Yoffrey. Sorry, you're gonna go right. Mystic Pete or something. Jesus. No, I just named it Doomsday for now. Everybody yeah. watching this sees it's Tuesday in the title. Um, so, yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs go out and pound the Anaheim Ducks 7-0. Oh, there, there was a lovely hey. video before the game where someone said it should be a shooting gallery. Oh, I hear. Joffrey Lupul. I don't hear no Yoff. Joffrey. Joffrey. Guys, listen, people. you're listening to some animated voice. You're not listening to Joe Bowen. You're not listening to anyone else call his name. And you're not listening to me, Mystic Mac, call his name, okay? So, Mystic Mac? Who gave you that oh. name? <laughs> you, ever, you don't watch UFC? You don't know Conor McGregor? Listen, I was, I was, listen I was bang on on last night's game. I read off all the stats about the Ducks. And how the Leafs would have the shots and the goals to get it done. And Bunts, Marner, and the Leafs would keep their streak alive. And Sonar would be oh so good at tracking the pucks. Sonar. Is that stuck yet? Are people calling him Sonar? It is. It is. If you look through the prediction season comments, there's people saying you're really trying with the Sonar name. Everybody, you keep Sonar, Sonar. Lots of people saying Sonar, so I'm loving it. Okay. I guess we'll go Sonar until it's start, it starts to show. Listen, the Leafs Stoner. like to calm Sammy. The people, the Leafs like to calm Sammy. I like to calm Sammy. I like Sammy, but Sonar's, Sonar's good for the pod. If it sticks, oh. it sticks. I feel like this podcast is a disaster. <laughs> Why is this podcast a disaster? This is great. This is absolutely great. Because this, this is what people like to see. A little personality. A little fun. A little pizzazz. A little... I'm just, ah! I'm just so irritated. With everything lately, geez, everything in Leafs land, everybody's just so negative. Like, why? Even when they're on a what? What? what uh, what's their point streak at? We always gotta pick out something. Listen, they're at sixteen. That's just Leaf fans. We have to. Listen, We're every year there's a whipping boy for the Maple Leafs, and this year, this year was Justin Hall up until the injuries happened. Hall of Famer. And right now. There's nothing you can uh, say about this team. Hey, how are we going to re-sign Justin Hall? He's a UFA at the end of the season. How are we going to squeeze him in? Let him walk. Another year. <laughs> what? That's what you got Connor Timmons for. Justin Hall. 
We don't yeah. want him. Who you got Connor Timmons for? Who's looking mighty confident, my ad. Listen, yes, last night. This last night, baby. Last night, the Toronto Maple Leafs look great, though. I love the way that, for once, they didn't play down to a downed opponent. They kept the tempo all game long. They didn't let the team back in. They didn't take their foot off the neck. They didn't say, oh, we scored four goals. We feel bad. We feel bad. Guys, guys, let them in a little bit. Let them come back a little bit. No, they said, screw you. We're putting our skate blade to your jugular, and if you move, you're dead. Wow. So we're cutting the Ducks' heads off. Let's go. So they really went to war last night. But they showed the maturity of this team, though. Right up until the final buzzer, they were battling. Even David Camp giving Zegers to shove at the end of the game. They were oh, just being chippy right to the end. They did not let up, and I love it. And Sheldon Keep didn't let up either. You see Tage Thompson not being allowed to go for the record the other night because his coach didn't want him to run up the score. This right here there, Dylan, was Sheldon Keefe saying, we're going to keep rolling. We're going to make sure all of the little things for all of our lines go well. And it did. Sucks to suck, Anaheim, but I'm sorry. Fun fact in uh, my TikTok comment section, um, Ducks have only one regular season game this year. Win. One regular season. Sorry, game win. One regular season win this year. Which is, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, they're bad. They are. They're terrible. They're 31st in the league on the penalty kill. They give up the most shots. They give up the most goals. Their goalie gives up the most goals on the penalty kill. So I'm so glad we didn't trade for him. Mm, lots of people want Gibby. Hey, Clark, where you at? Can we talk oh. about uh, Sammy? I mean, Sonar, um, best goalie in the league right now as per GAA and save percentage. I still think he's below all mark. Wow. He's top. He's uh, first place right now. Okay. Okay. Listen, the beginning of the season, there is no one in Leafland, not even me or Dylan or you, Pete, that thought it would be this good. I was, I was optimistic. I thought it was going to be okay. Optimistic, pessimistic. (laughs) I'll be least to win the division. Listen, Al, I was with you. I thought they were going to do well. I wasn't. I just I just thought that it would be the offense propping them up, not the defense. And again, we showed why Jack Campbell got a 5-by-5 five five deal over in Edmonton. It's because of the defense of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're proving it again this year. The Leafs are top three in the league in goals against. Like their metric. They have the least goals against. One, two, three. That's them. Bam. Why is this guy dancing? He's dancing because the Leafs have good stats. It's yeah, but, but deep dive like there's a there's a wicked site. I gotta send it to you guys. It deep dives on every single category for everything for the teams, and then individual stats for individual players. Like Eric Carlson's been on the ice for more goals than any other player, but yet still he's one of the absolute beasts in getting points and being that other thing that Norris Trophy winners get, which is stupid. I thought you were a defenseman. Aren't you supposed to be good at the position you play? There needs there needs to be a new trophy. We, Sunday night, oh, boys, get ready to do your homework, because Sunday night, the I think it's the NFL or the NBA, one of the two, NBA. are renaming all of their trophies. Oh, NBA just renamed one. So we are going to rename all of the trophies – Tune in Sunday. Bring your lists of what you want the names to be. It has to be player-based. What's that? Can we add a trophy? We cannot add it. Well, you know what? You can add one trophy. Thank you. One trophy can Thank be added to this list. I got my trophy already. I know what trophy I'm adding. It's going to be fun. Let's, let's do something fun. Um, by that time, we'll know the results of the New York Ranger game, the Washington Capital game. Um I look at last night's game, and I'm very happy because it was a complete effort. Power play, penalty kill, rolling the lines, controlling the play. They they just did everything. They didn't let up in any one category, which is perfect, which is what you want a team that is learning to take strides to do. You don't want them to you know falter in the third or give up two or three because they're playing so loose that – they don't think that they can lose. We've seen the Leafs do that this year. They kept their foot on the neck and they kept it going. 
and they did not allow anything. And Sonar looked freaking great, tracking the puck all night long. Uh, there was at one point where he did stand up or went to go stand up, and it looked like he was laboring a little bit. That yeah. concerned me. But then the next play, he went from post to post sliding across, and I was like, all right, you must be okay because it didn't seem like he's worse to wear. By the way, a little Leafs uh, news and notes. Uh, Mac Hollowell sent back to or loaned to the Toronto Marlies, which is probably a precursor to Jordy Ben rejoining. Say, he's, uh, he's back to full health now. Uh, looking that way. Nothing's been announced officially, but obviously he's been practicing with the team and taking reps, so I would assume. Um, also, Morgan Riley. Um, if you look at the Leafs, now this is the Leafs website for injuries. Clark, we were just talking about you, by the way. Uh, John Gibson is not the goaltender the Leafs should go after, and that was great that they didn't. Um, yeah, you look at um, Morgan Riley on the Leafs website, I believe they have it listed as December 16th where he's supposed to come back. Um, I don't even know if he's put a skate blade on the ice yet. So I think that's just very uh, optimistic by the Leafs website uh, that maybe just the day he'd come off LTIR uh, and come back to play if he could, but I don't think he's going to be. I said to you guys when it happened, you know, probably the longer end of things. And just like they just did with uh, TJ Brody, why not? Sit him up. Let him rest. Let him heal. Let him be 100%. Let him hang out with Tessa Virtue and have fun. So, I forgot he's dating her. That's amazing. Good for good for Morgan. <laughs> good for her. Yeah. She got, I mean, she's an Olympic gold, gold winning Olympian, right? And uh, Morgan Raleigh has millions of dollars. Yes, World Juniors. World Juniors. Gold. World Juniors. Oh, does he actually? Yeah. International gold. There you Canada, go. I guess, right? Hmm. All right. I don't know if he has a world. What what do they do in the playoffs for non-playoff teams? Oh, the uh, World Cup of Hockey or whatever. It, Not the it world, is world. You know what it is. It's yeah. the world. It's something world. Yeah. I you might have world that. Hockey, but yeah. No, I um yeah. If you got Morgan Riley, you could chill him for a little bit longer. Let him be a million percent healthy. Why not? Yeah. Come because back. Because you got Connor Timmins. You got Connor Timmins who's playing pretty well. And you really want this young guy who's been befuddled by injury, concussions, and different things. You really want to give him some runway to play and be able to get his game up to speed to know exactly what you have. Because obviously, Kyle Dubas said this guy may be a future part of this organization. And if the four points turn into more points and the good play continues to be great, then you know maybe you have something. And it goes back to what I said to you guys earlier this year. The Leafs have stretched their depth on D and played almost everybody that they possibly could throw into the lineup from Hollowell down, and they've done it, and they've played well. Everyone who's come in has stepped up, known the system, known the job, did it well. So when the trade deadline comes around, unless you're going for a Chikrin or a Manson or something big, then you've already got the depth guys that you chase for your five, six, seven, eight spots, right? I was going to say, do you you even need a top – Four defensemen at this point at the trade deadline, or do you just go for that guy so. as an example, like Luke Shen? I put my hand up and say, Mark Giordano's that 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 first pair ad that you want. The I guy can play twenty plus minutes a night. He's he's taking a lot of minutes on. I just hope he's still. But here's the thing: he is at the end of the season. I, I he's I'm not the pessimistic. He's playing great right now. No, his no, minutes are gonna his no. minutes are gonna go down once more. He's thirty nine years old, if not what was well, that? I, I, I agree with you full heartedly, Pete. That um, you know you're gonna tax his minutes out. But here's yeah. the thing: when guys come back, just like just like Dylan said, you're gonna limit his minutes. And if you can get him back down to fourteen, maybe some nights if you're doing really well, you know. But also, you guys have to remember what Giordano said. He doesn't want to be limited. He wants everything that he can possibly do, and I'll do it again. He wants to num, 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 all those minutes because it, it. It, it may be good for his legs. You like some some guys just roll like that. Like if they keep their feet moving, they're not gonna you know seize up and like accidents obviously happen, injuries obviously happen. But he might be somebody that just gels best when everything's just freaking motoring at all. I'm I'm of the belief, Pete. And I don't know. I want to hear your guys' opinion on this, Pete. You can get to see it, hear this one last time, or maybe you heard it but weren't get to be a part of it. Um, I said I think the Leafs only have one 
one deal in the chamber for trade deadline with cap and just assets that they have that they're willing to move. I'm saying one major deal. So if this team wants to do a deal, because this is the window, this is a year, you're looking better defensively metric, your goaltenders are better. Statistically, you're about to beat the points that you had last year if everything holds true. If this is the year you want to go over the top, you have assets, proper assets, to make one major move. Do you think I'm right or wrong? You're definitely right. I mean, for not, we don't need goaltending. I mean, they both look great, good. We might have the best tandem in the league right now. We have, it seems like we have a lot of depth in scoring. At least it's buzzing right now. We're getting scoring from Engvall, Kerfoot. Camp looks great. Wait till Yarncrook comes back from his injury. I, we have to go for a defenseman at this point, I think. Like, what do you think we need to do? Like, it's got to be a defenseman, right? Top six forward. Top six forward, but the thing is, like, who is that going to be? I, 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 like, you say, you say, you don't think they're going to try to squeeze Nizen at the end of the season? Robertson's getting, he might have a resurgence when he comes back. Robertson's getting dealt. Yeah, Robertson's dealt. Uh, Pete, you know me, and I can say this honestly I'm a big Nick Robertson fan. I love Nick Robertson. It's not working here. It's not. I it's fucking not. love that kid. Not have that we, kid. We trade him. He's gonna. He's gonna play like his brother. He is. He is going, going somewhere to else. He is going to be a man. top top player in this league, but at this time, he he just doesn't fit with us, and it sucks. Sucks. What they're so asking freaking much, but in order to trade him, I truly believe he has to come into the lineup prove a little bit more worth, and then leave. See, what he's doing on his line, Pete, and what the Leafs want him to do is the Michael Bunting. No, it's it's the Michael Bunting S. They want him to be that way. That's why he's going in the corners. That's why he's battling. That's why he got Mm -hmm. hurt. They want him to be that complementary piece on the the Marner line. But he's not. That's what I'm saying. He needs to be be in the position of Nylander and Marner. Where he's yeah. a flanker that can score or pass, not yeah. be the primary guy to dig pucks out and battle. But that's he what will, he needs to be on that line because they already have two of those other players. He will 100% flourish in a place like Chicago or Arizona, where where he can be the offensive guy. Once taking care of it, once Taves or Kane leaves. This, and that's the reason why I say I think the Leafs put a package together and they go hard after Timo Meyer. I think that's their number one target. I really he, do. He could, he could, he could flourish there as well. That that is good point. They're they're San trying Jose to would love it. But love it. Put him with Hurdle. Does he, does he play that type of game? I don't watch him. I you know Timo I mean? Meyer would be perfect in the top six. Tell me he would not compliment. Matthews and Nylander. I don't know his size. Marner. I don't know his size. I'm going to look. He He's a player that I think the Leafs could use. He's got some snarl. He's played in the West. He knows how to be physical. He's a battler. He can score you over 30 goals. I'm not saying the Leafs are going to resign him, Pete, and he's going to be a Maple Leaf for a long time. Whoa. I'm just saying this guy could really come in and help the Leafs line up. His weight just alone is is – Plenty enough for me to prove that he can. He can. Gronk status. At two two twenty. He's a big boy. But that's what, and he's got hands, and he can. He's a power forward. Yes. Just, just imagine, just imagine. Yes. Wow. Throwing him out there with Marner, Matthews, and Meyer. The mm line. The mm. Mm line. That <laughs> line, baby. That mm. line. That money line. Money, 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 money. But just okay, you want to go nuclear. You're in the playoffs. You get a power play. Meyer, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares. No, you can't. You can't do that. You can't. Marner, Marner's on your point to be the defensive guy if things go south. Oh, you, can't, you can't do that. Can you imagine that? Can you just imagine? I wanted Joe Pavelski so bad last year that it was. Oh, man. Joe Pavelski would be. So beautiful here. 
He would have been but amazing. He would have been that top six had. But again, I've been beating the drum this year. The Leafs need that top six guy. The defense has proved to me even the depth that they have what they need. I think, I, tin, I, I think you're right. And if my tinfoil hat comes true and Muzzin comes back too, I'm just saying. You know, that's no. another ad. No. That's another ad. Just saying. That's my, that's my one tinfoil conspiracy theory that if Muzzin <sighs> comes back and he's that other ad. But anyways, Man, I, top I'm six. I'll whisper another name, and I know it's not going to happen because St. Louis is starting to roll. That's your case. Oh, Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly, please come <laughs> to the Leafs. You're a UFA at the end of the year. Come to us. Come. Come here. I think I, I, I think it's my turn next to have a tinfoil thought or just, you know, my my breakout thought. Clearly, you two have hit it off with your interesting <laughs> thoughts. Listen, there's there's no reason why the Toronto Maple Leafs should not go for a big move this year. There's no reason. If they don't, Dubas should get fired. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that I think my other tinfoil hat thing will come true, that Jason Spezza will be back on the ice for the Toronto Maple Leafs to finish this season. I think that's stupid. I don't. Possible. Like, they could. Well, I don't think it's possible, but I think it's stupid. Like, if. If you bow out, you should just bow out, man. No offense, but you Listen, you win a ring as as somebody in the organization. I also don't think the Toronto Maple Leafs really had any idea that Pontus Holmberg was going to be what he is right now. Oh man, keep his looking not better and better. Him off right now. He's looking better and better every game off right now. What's that? He was here right now, Dylan. I would not. <laughs> Holy Hannah. Put the lipstick <laughs> on, Pete. Sideways. But, but yeah, Pont- Pontus Holmberg last night driving the net, putting the shoulder down. He's getting more confidence with the offense. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they give him some PP time on the PP second time. unit. You know, and some I don't PP mean pessimistic PP time either. I mean, you know, actual power play time on the second unit just to, to fire him up a little bit, to reward him for his play. The only thing, and Dylan, you know, I brought up stats last game. The only thing I got worried about for Pontus Holmberg is if he's going to be your third-line center, which you're going to start him defensively a lot, either in the offensive zone to win possession and grind down a line in the O zone, or in the D zone, same thing. He's got to win those face-offs. I think, I think I, be subpar. I think I saw one last, ga- last game there against Anaheim where he got a warning – I thought he was going to be tossed out, but he got a warning, and I think he won it. But he's he's looking to improve for sure. Like he is looking to improve, and you know, from what I've read about practice, he is working on the dot thing. I don't know who he's working on it with. Um, Matthew shot up a little bit, but I look at guys like Camp and Tavares. You know, steady sixty three percent, seventy eighty two percent for Camp on the top dot. Just Camp crawling. is like our. Hero, I, I was gonna say something way more. Oh, there you go, Pete. There's another guy that's UFA at the end of the year, too. David, you don't think we resign him? I love oh, him. He will. He, he'd probably resign here and not for much either. Two mil, really. Two mil. He'd be like, I won this many face offs, I'm gonna get this much money. His offensive, hey, his offense has ticked up last year and this year, and the Leafs have a dubious record when the man scores so. There's 16 0 and 1 when he scores. Love David Camp. So if Camp scores, you know you're at least going to overtime and getting a point. So, but you know, more often than not, much like Sheldon Keith challenging, you know that you're going to be uh, getting whatever you want. So, yeah, I look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. I say the big ad's going to be up front, I think, now. Now that you've stretched your absolute depth to the max and learned. Well, yeah. Isn't, isn't Malgan up there in the top six right now, anyways? He is. That's what I mean. You know, Malgin, Robertson, Yarncroke. Yarncroke will look good on the third or fourth line. Yes. Yes, that's where he belongs. But I really think that if you want to push this team over the top, you go and get yourself a bona fide top six forward, uh, probably preferably to play the left flank with JT and Marner. And, yeah, I mean, how many big names pop out to you? Why don't Meyer, we just go and get Tom Wilson? The the caps are in the race, though. It's got to be teams Dude, that are so old. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'm so glad that we got rid of that money." 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's just another power forward that would uh, that would defend. I said Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi would be my other ideal grab. Just he, won't, he won't. He won't leave Detroit. Um. Yeah. By the way, contract dispute right now happening. Steve Eisenman already came out and said he's not paying him what he wants. He also has to sign Dylan Larkin, which that's not going so smoothly. People think he's going to pull a Steven Stamkos. And it has already been said by Elliot Freeman and Jeff Merrick, shout out to the 32 Thought Podcast, that if they need to move someone to get assets where they're not maybe in a playoff spot or they don't want to let a guy walk, which would what Bertuzzi would be, they're going to trade him. And I'm saying if the border thing gets laxed, because that's the only hitch in this giddy-up, if that gets laxed, then you can have Bertuzzi. But right now, he can come play in Canada, and when he goes to the States, he can't play. So that's why he's staying in the States. Oh, he can't play after he goes up. The border thing is still going into the States. You know, because I, I was this was brought to my attention when I said I really wanted to get Tyler Bertuzzi. Everyone said that because of the vaccination thing, he would not be able to go in and play. You have to show proof of vaccination. Here or there? Going to the States. So if he plays here, the Leafs play a lot of their games in the States when they travel. So he wouldn't be able to go with the team unless he quarantined. Why the and hell are the states still like that? I thought they blew that out of the water before we did. Go look it up. You have to provide proof of vaccination to go. To go in the states? To go into the states. It's it, I, put, it, put it in the old Google machine right now, and it'll come up, and it'll tell you exactly yeah. what you need. I Do thought I that was only if, if you were driving across. Nope. I Trust me. I was blown out of the water on Twitter when I was like, no, you don't need that anymore. And everybody was sending me articles and everything. It's still a thing. Did you? Did you have to when going to Florida? We didn't um, going in, but we brought it with us because it said that we needed it. If you're a you non-U.S. citizen, you resident. need to show proof of vaccination. Yep, so you would be, you'd be a non-resident. Wow. So. Doesn't he have a home in Detroit? He could just say he lives in Detroit. <laughs> I don't know. It, again, though, but if you read underneath that, though, then this is what I was saying to people. It does say special exemptions can apply. So well, I would believe that yeah, work would be a special exemption. Yeah. And I mean, we're so far removed from it now that, come on. I mean, but he would be just, we're talking this stuff now, but he would be a guy that I'd be interested in. He's got snarl. He's got bite. He'll go to the front of the net. He'll drop the mitts. He'll go in the corner. He'll do all those things that they want Nicky Bobby to do, but he's got the size and the snarl to do it. Yeah. You know, he might look good, but my optimum guy is Timo Meyer. But anyways, it is this and what's. So we got two games coming up. We we blew the Ducks out of the water. The Rangers aren't the hottest ticket, but Shusterkin definitely has the Leafs number when it comes to yeah. shutting it down. Yeah. What do we see going on here with the Leafs and the Rangers? What can we forecast and look forward to? I'm looking forward to the Toronto Maple Leafs picking up a victory over the uh, – the Rangers, and I think it's going to be a hard-fought one. I think it's going to be a 3-2, 4-3 kind of game, you know, right down to the wire, but the Leafs will pull it out. I think the Leafs are going to – I think my prediction is that the Leafs are going to keep the streak gone to the new year. So I think they're going to get – yes, I think they're going to get a point to tomorrow. It may not be a win, but I think they're going to walk away with at least one point tomorrow. Interested to hear what the clean, sweet man says. I've, I wait, is that what I said at the beginning of the week? <laughs> Clean sweep, yeah, dude. Man, that this team's on a heater. Marner's on a heater. I predicted 25 games. I think this could go beyond that. Uh, if he surpasses 30, he will be official top four player to ever have a streak. I think he rolls. I like I said, I think the Leafs win, it'll be close. Um, and if they get to overtime again, at least they get to see camp on the ice, Pete, to start overtime again. It's gonna be fun. You be fun. Can we can we talk about okay. that for a second? I want to talk. I want to talk about the fact that I honestly kind of think somebody from Leafsland is listening to this podcast because you said that. What was the? Uh, there was something else that was said. I forget what else was said, but somebody's listening and things are happening and. 
we're talking about them before they happen. So someone's listening, but James, you, yeah, you said start David Camp. Yeah, you did. And two defensemen. And he started Sandine, Lilligren, and Camp. He lost the faceoff draw. Doesn't matter. Look what happened. Doesn't matter. But like, I mean, <laughs> it, we didn't get to see anything because of the penalty. But like, it worked oh, out. Yeah, they, uh, they've had bad luck, and it's about time they've had their luck go towards them. So I guess changing up, changing, changing it up in some way or form, it, it helped. But the way that I was thinking of it, you put Camp on the ice with two defenders. He wins the draw, cycles it back to the defender. They hold the puck until Matthews and Marner come over the board. The defender cycles the puck out, gets off the ice, or stays on, whatever, Vila Viva if it's Sandine. But that's what I think is the smartest thing for them right now. For whatever reason, it's the initial brain farts off of the face-offs and the first plays. So you have a very calm – I know we lost the problem again, but you have a very calm David Camp who wins defensive draws. So the theory is you draw it back to the defender, defender drops back, allow your offensive guys to come in, allow that defender who's good at moving the puck out of the zone to do his thing, moving the puck forward, and then you go and hopefully have a chance. But that I think that's the, the play they were going for. We'll never know because we didn't get to see it. But that's what I would think would happen. I don't think Camp's going to try to go down the ice and try to set up a chance unless all three players for the opposing team just slip and fall on their arse. That's fair. All right. Oh. So the Rangers game, we agree they're going to win. Lots of fun things coming up this week for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lots of streaks to keep your eyes on, guys. Dylan, Pete, this week, anything we should be watching for you guys over on your TikTok channels, ladies and gentlemen. These guys are TikTok stars. Go check out their videos. Mr. $1 million man below me here, Pete the Heat. And then, of course, D434 cracking the slabs, baby. Loving seeing those cards come through. Um, anything coming up? Anything we should know about? I, I wanted to talk about this seven-leg parlay bet that's been going around the internet for the last month. This guy, he put a $26 bet. He bet the Colorado Avalanche to win. He bet the Golden State Warriors to win. He bet the, the, the March Madness winner. He bet Manchester City to win. Another Italian soccer league team. Basically, he's seven teams to win outright. The last, the last bet he needs is for France to win the World Cup. If he hits that $26 bet, it pays out over $500,000 on a $26 bet. And the last thing he needs is for France to win the World Cup on Sunday. You think, you think Messi's going to fall again? I don't know, dude. I, I barely follow soccer. Is he? I mean, like, he, he he's in the finals. There. He's in the finals. And I, I didn't know this, but apparently it's his last hurrah at the World Cup. Yeah, I it's mean, he's fairly old, old, right? Yeah, so. He's like 35-ish. Uh, it was Ronaldo's last and some, I think it's Modric on Croatia's last uh, game as, or last tournament as well. Um, I don't know. Uh, that would be it. Would be great for him, but that's a that's quite the odds to hit. Twenty six dollar bet pays out half a million dollars. Could you imagine? Like, and he just he just needs the one last they did, win by France. They did win today to push it to yep. the finals. So yeah, yeah. So I, that's what's buzzing with me. What about you, Dylan? Um. Well. I know that there was a streak in the WHL by number one projected uh, draft pick, Mr. Connor Bedard. During his 27-game point streak, he had 27 goals and 37 assists for 64 points. Um, Most of all, I actually want to focus on Team Canada and the World Juniors coming up. I'm actually really, really stoked for that. I just put out a video today on it and talked about their roster. I'm thinking about breaking down the roster or breaking da- down every other team's roster. Um, cool. Not sure what way I'm going to go about it yet, but uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely are, pumping out some junior content as well. I'm going 
basically what I was posting last year, just talking about what happened with Everly, the guy throwing his medal over the boards when they beat Sweden. Yeah, the, this my favorite one is the the Switzerland coach when he was just like, "We have no chance. <laughs> They're better than <laughs> us. So they have all these first round picks. We are gonna get smashed." That's, yeah, yeah, just Guys, all those little moments. We are for junior stuff. We do an episode on offside hockey talk every year. We've done it for the past probably five years. It's called the Junior Fever, Ooh. and we will be doing the Junior Fever. I think Dylan, you might have got to be a part of one already. When the redux happened in August with Mark Seidel. Okay, maybe. Yep. Um, but anyways, Mark Seidel is going to be in town, ladies and gentlemen, here where I am. Ooh. So it might be a couple of people dropping by and doing a live show much like this with a couple of people sitting with me talking about the World Juniors and what is going on behind us. So that could be some fun. Um, but obviously, Offside Hockey Talk will have that. You got to follow Pete over on TikTok. Make sure you follow him on Twitter too, by the way. I know you guys are starting to follow him. Same thing with Dylan. Make sure you follow everybody. These guys are stars over on TikTok. I am the greenhorn just getting in there, wedging whoa, my whoa, way whoa. your content. Whoa. You're just getting in there. You already passed me in followers. So, hey, you got that going for you. Pure, pure. Pure sheer luck off a couple of videos. That's all that is. Uh, you're, you're pretty consistent. I'm not so much. Uh, well, hey, listen, I'm learning from you guys on the old TikTok sphere. So I learned last episode or a couple episodes ago that Pete and me are a lot closer in age than I thought. So <laughs> that's pretty, pretty cool. I don't feel so uh, old no one, of the group. No one ever gets my age right. I never look like my age. Oh, when I, yeah. I, yeah. I honestly thought, Pete, you were probably 21, 22. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Dylan was encroaching on thirty. I'm older than producer Clark. <laughs> Clarky, um, oh but yeah, God. make sure you guys you check out all the content going on. Um, we got Manny as well pumping out articles, um, and of course, like I said, we got some lacrosse stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, a lot of wrestling stuff going to be posted up as well. Um, literally before I did this show, was talking with the Newfoundland Nightmare Justin Newhook. Um, we did an episode there talking to him, pumping up their show coming up. So there's lots of stuff here, guys, for you to check out. But make sure you always check out our hockey shows on Wednesday and Sunday. I think this may be Dylan's last Wednesday show for a while. This is first week of first week is days and then the rest are afternoons, so that kind of sucks, but uh I uh, I may chat with you boys to uh, fit in a little uh, a little something somewhere else, and uh, you guys can chat about that on on Wednesdays if you want. We will make sure that it's always blasted across. But guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone who checks out hockey, this is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey comes to talk. We'll see you on Sunday. Thank <laughs> you.